0: It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. Can black women be led? Black women are saying that black men need to be leaders. They're unprotected, they're the most disrespected, and black men are not leading them. Well, here's the thing about it. Can black women be led? Right? So, the first thing is this. This is going to debunk most of most of the, sh- the myths that black women put out there. With these narratives, these false narratives. This is going to, this is going to debunk it. Number one, this number one thing, right? This is the number one thing. For somebody to be your leader, you have to relieve yourself of that position. You have to be willing to listen to that person. You have to understand that that person at that point now has authority You have to, to a certain extent, admit within yourselves the superiority of that person. A person cannot lead you. A person cannot be a leader and still be with everything you got going on. You see what I'm saying? A leader's job is to correct, is to guide and correct. So if if a person cannot guide and correct you, they cannot lead you. It doesn't matter how good they are at leading. It doesn't matter if if you you have to be accessible first. If you're not accessible, you cannot be led. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what uh, anybody else says. It doesn't matter how big he is or big dick energy or any, none of that stupid stuff. It, it's it's about you, okay? If, if in the same situation, right, if you got, if it's four of y'all, and you guys are all basically equal, right? It's the end of the world, apocalypse going on, crazy Godzilla, aliens, whatever, right? And it's like, yo, we got to stick together. Okay, yeah, we need a leader, though, man. We need somebody to be the leader in this group. Even though we all feel like we're, you know, we're all in the same position. We're all four people who have survived an apocalypse and a nuclear war or whatever like that. We have to say, okay, well, if we're going to make Jimmy the leader, we all have to kind of fall back. We can't say, Jimmy, you the leader. And then Jimmy say, all right, well, come on, let's go to the left. Now we're not going to the left. We're going to the right. Jimmy say, OK, cool. um, All right, because I'm like, I can't make you go to the left. So we go to the right and we get to the right and we get to a we come to a, um, a dead end. And he says, OK, well, we're going to have to go back and go to the left. Like I said, first now we're gonna we're gonna just try to go through this dead end like you, you 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 can't be led if you're not if you're not you know so for all y'all who say first all, another thing y'all a lot of black women like to say this I'll submit I'll submit and be feminine when I see a man that's masculine I can't lead you until then then I can't be the masculine frame that I need to be, that I'm going to be regardless of you. I'm going to just leave you behind and, and go be a leader by myself or be a leader with people who are willing to be led. And if that happens to be, unfortunately for you, a non-black woman, then that's what it's going to be. So, you you know, that's that's the number that's the number one thing I want to establish in this conversation is when we ask that question, can black women be led? Well, are black women looking to the, at these men like leaders, are they treating these men like leaders, or are you trying to be the leader yourself? Are you allowing these men to lead you? You know, my example, I, I like to use a lot is football. I can be the best coach in the world if, if they assign me to coach a team that does not listen. I say, all right, come on, let's do let's let's run some suicides. They say, nah, we're gonna do push ups. I say, all right, let's do some push ups. They say, nah, we're gonna do sit ups. I say, okay, it's the game time now. All right, y'all gonna run this 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 one play. They said, nah, we're going to run this play. Then it don't matter how good of a guy could have been. I, I, I can. Now you take me and put me with a team that listens and we go to the Super Bowl. We go to Super Bowl every year and we win because we because they listen. You see what I'm saying? Now, this disrespectful, disobedient team could still go to the Super Bowl without my help. But. They can't turn around and be like and make fun of me because I did my job. They just they just decided that 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 job position they wanted it too. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? So, you know, you have to understand the levels of life. Um, you have to get out of this we're equal thinking. There's a hierarchy that goes to it. You know what I'm saying? It goes God, man, woman child it is really that simple i answer to the god you answer to me the children answer to you the children also answer to me as well that's it that's what you have to understand so if you if you if you're in the way of these people that you want to be leaders they cannot lead you if you're not someone that's coachable. I cannot coach someone who's uncoachable. I cannot train somebody who's untrainable. I cannot lead somebody who's unleadable. A lot of y'all, I know that might not be a word, but you know what I'm trying to say. You are, y'all are unleadable. While you complain about a leader, you, you want to also be the authority. You have to give that up. You have to relieve yourself of that sense of duty. You have to get out of the way. You cannot be high strong. You cannot you can't be like that. You know, and then as far as the protected thing or whatever like that, okay, cool. Um, I break this down all the time, but I'm gonna break it down this way this time. Let me ask you this. Two things. Is first of all, it's hard to protect somebody who's always in some shit. So what we could ask of y'all is to minimize the shit you get yourself into. All right, stop attracting so much crap. Because this is it, 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 it is it is it is not a coincidence that out of all the women in the world these days that are all of them are loose, right? Even Middle Eastern women these days don't even wear hijabs no more. We all know white women, they going to do whatever they want. Spanish, even Spanish women these days is is losing themselves. You know, they were always the, kind of the traditional, loyal ones that were loyal to their race. Now they dating white men, black men, they all over the place. Like everybody's all over the place. But for some reason, black women are are just always in these different situations. You don't see other races of women constantly in. And I I refuse to believe that it's because you guys are just being turned into victims by unfortunate circumstances. You know, uh, I used to sit around and blame everything in my life on other people. And I had to realize that even if somebody played a role, you did, too. You see what I'm saying? And and you have to be accountable for that because right now you, you guys are dangerous and you will cause your men to have to protect you more than any other man has to protect their women. So that's number one. You're all over the place. You have a lot of stuff going on. You know, and you're requiring me to do a job that I should only have to do maybe once a lifetime, maybe once a week. You know, like the white man has to protect his woman when there's a burglar. I mean, it, and, it, you know, I'm pretty sure out of every... 10 white families only one or two of them ever even deal with a burglar with a black man yeah i have to worry about the burglar but i also gotta worry about these girls who want to jump you because you didn't talk shit to them on facebook and i gotta worry. you should them say it's a lot of stuff now i have to protect you from you're doing a lot that brings in more trouble than i have to protect you guys are getting on airplanes getting flew out by strangers Look at the girl, Lauren Smithfield. She was so desperate to be with a white man. She went and met up with a random white man. She met off a dating app who looked like the nigga from Breaking Bad. She's 23 years old. She with a 30-something-year-old white dude. And now she's, you know, unfortunately dead. Like, you guys put yourself in a lot of situations. And, I mean, say what you want to say, but she put herself in that situation. Now, does she deserved death? No. But she put herself in a very dangerous situation to go meet up with some random white man you don't know. Why and why? Why did you read up with a random white man you don't know? You see what I'm saying? So, like, that's that. Then let me ask you this. Would you be quick to jump to protect somebody who talked to you like you was a little ass girl? Would you be quick to jump to protect somebody who treats you like that? Who talks to you crazy? Who who tries to emasculate you every chance they get? Who goes around to <laughs> The only woman in the world that goes and tells the whole world they don't need their men. They don't barely want their men. They don't respect their men. The whole world knows black women do not respect black men. It's not a secret. OK, like what would think what would make you think that you can go around the world and treating somebody a certain type of way talking bad about them but then when you get yourself caught up in these risky ass situations they're supposed to stop what they're doing throw away or risk throwing away everything they've ever worked hard for that you're not going to be a part of tomorrow after they save you by the way you'll go right back treating them like shit okay why would they stop everything to jump to protect you from every single bullet that that is shot at you whether warranted or not why would they do that for a group of people like that? Would you do that for that group of people? You don't. That's why you don't protect us now. That's why you'll see a black man jump over barricades to go fight another black man who he feels like is being disrespectful or violent or about to be disrespectful or violent with a female, a black female. But you will never see a black woman step up in between a man and a woman that she doesn't know and be like, hey, sister, like you can't hit him like that. You can't talk to him like that. You can't talk about our black men like that. You can't do that. They don't allow that. Okay. Kevin Samuels, for example, right? Shout out to the brother Kevin Samuels. There was a white woman who called in once. And it's funny. Black women love to talk so crazy about Kevin Samuels. A white woman called in once and she began to start to go in on black women. Kevin Samuels cut her off, hung up on her and everything and said, no, that's not going to happen on my page. These are my people. and no white woman finna come up here and talk about my people. Cynthia G, on the other hand, let a white man come on her page come on her show for 45 something minutes and drag black men through the mud so like you know that's that's the difference so like you you want to talk about something let's talk about it fully you know are you are you even somebody that can be led can you can let me ask you this do you think that you you could black woman y'all are, y'all are pretty strong i would say right compared to most women y'all are pretty headstrong i'll give you that right let me ask you this do you think that you could lead A group of people not one person a group of people you think of kids think of uh, if you have a if you're a teacher you have a class whatever that don't want to listen that go out of their way to tell you that they're not gonna listen to you that you don't have any authority you have no power you have no control we don't belong to you we don't do anything for you when we do do things for you we're gonna give you scraps we're gonna give you scraps you're gonna ask basic things of me you're gonna ask me to smile I mean, these are basic things. You're going to ask me to be... Be kind. Say thank you when somebody holds the door. Simple stuff. Wear your real hair. You look better with it. You have unique hair. That's your crown. Simple stuff. And you give us nothing but attitude back. Now, you'll go do these things when you get with somebody else or when you're dealing with other people, even platonically. But for your own, the people you want to lead you, to protect you and respect you, this is how you treat them. You want these grand things. You want leadership, protection and guidance. I mean, these are the things that we require from our government. Who else do humans require leadership, guidance, and protection from? Two main people, two main entities. Our religious entities, aka God and Jesus Christ, or Yahweh slash Yeshua, Yah- Yahawashi, whatever you call them, and the government slash the police, bruh. These are the only two people we expect to guide, lead, and protect us. And provide, You know what I'm saying? But you guys want these things, which is cool, fine and dandy. We're not complaining about having to do them. But I want you to understand that as we try to do them, it's hard for us to do them when you are in the way. You are in the way of what you claim to want. Which makes me ask myself, do you really want or you want to just be able to complain about it? Have you grown so comfortable in your complaints that, you know, at this point, anything that's a threat to... The ability to complain and make excuses, you just turn a blind eye to it or completely reject it wholly or try to to, uh, kill its credibility. Well, you know, it ain't. I mean, yeah, but you could have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, no. Okay. So like you, you, you cannot be these type of ways and then expect somebody to be able to lead you and protect you and things like that. You cannot, you just can't, that doesn't make any sense. And if it doesn't, if it, after these last 13 minutes, if you still don't get it, like I said, just think about it from your perspective and ask yourself truly, when you look at the way black women overall deal with black men from platonically to even um, when it comes down to more romantic interests or sexual interests, right? When you look at the overall, I know some of y'all treat us nice, but overall, would you, what would you, how would you lead and protect that group of people? Because truthfully, if somebody shunned me every day and treated me like crap every day, and I saw them being attacked, I would, I would keep walking, not because. Not because I want them to get attacked, but simply because every other time I try to speak to you, you're very standoffish. So, I mean, it's safe to assume that you won't be standoffish this time, obviously, because you need my help. But, you know, I don't even want to get in your mix. I don't want to offend you. I don't want you thinking I'm trying to be creepy. I don't want you to think anything. So I'm going to just go ahead and leave you alone. i seen this post. This black girl went viral. This post happened the other day and this it went viral. And the girl was basically saying she had a flat tire and four black guys walked past her, but one white guy helped her. Yeah, and welcome to the black man's life, ma'am, where we'll... Even just simple shit, we'll hold the door for four black women and y'all will walk right in like it's nothing and we'll hold the door for the fifth woman. She's white and she'll say thank you. Look us in our eyes and keep moving. I mean, it's just even simple shit. You don't even want me to get into all the times that I've been in deep, dark situations like a flat tire or worse. And black women drive right by me like it's nothing black women walk right by me like it's nothing so let's not get it and the only person that will help me is a black man or a non-black person that's it okay so let's not let's not talk about it like that but if you want to go there then fine okay how do you know the way black women are these days that them black boys looked at you and said oh black girl if we walk up to her she's going to assume that we want something from her she's going to treat us like crap let's keep it moving you can't do that bro I had to learn that with my own family. I was so standoffish with them. And then when they wouldn't invite me places, I'd be upset. And it'd be like, no. And one day I had a serious talk with my mom. My sister They told me, well, you know, you can't you can't be standoffish to us all the time. And then think that when we're going to a dinner or to a family event, we're going to be so excited to invite you. We're going to assume that as standoffish as you are every other day, you would also be today. You can't be that way and I had to really say damn. So I've dubbed myself then, huh? You know, you 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 cannot you cannot be that way. I mean, you can, but you just can't expect all this greatness to come behind it. That's what I'm trying to explain. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be like that and then expect all this these 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 grand government godly like duties to take place too. You're the only woman that runs to defile your man, embarrass your man, humiliate your man, shit on your man, emasculate your man and do it in front of the whole world. And also then turn around and tell the whole world, my man is not a leader. My man is not masculine. My man is not a protector. My man is not a provider. How quick would you be to want to do anything for somebody who does that to you? Hmm? You get a you get a flat tire on the side of the road and you jump to tell the Instagram and Twitter black men don't protect you because a white man fixed your tires. But the black guys didn't. You couldn't wait to tell them that if I had to do that every time that happened, that's all I would do. Every day I'd be on Instagram, Twitter today. These white girls helped me do this, but these black girls didn't. Because almost every day, especially where I live, I live in a diverse area. Almost every day I have a situation like that. It may not be a flat tire, but it may be something smaller. And sometimes it may be something equivalent in its own way or bigger. And I can't tell you how many times a black woman will ignore. She won't help. She won't lend an offering hand. She'll be stiff. She'll sometimes even just tell me straight up, no, the fuck I look like or whatever like that. But then a white girl will come by and offer help. I don't even have to ask. The white man walked by and offered me help. Even the black man, even the street nigga who's supposed to be the, the low frequency bottom dweller out of all black men. Even those matter of fact, I'll tell you right now, I ain't gonna lie. Street niggas are more helpful than these so-called uh, other brothers, but we ain't going to, that's a different conversation for another day. Street niggas, I've been helped by street niggas more than I've ever been helped by any black women. I have been in situations where street and gay niggas too. I remember when me and my homegirl, we was on the side of the road last year over there by the West End. How many black women drove by her? We was in her car. How many black women drove by another black woman and did not stop and help her and shit? You you, You know who stopped? Nothing but black men. Nothing but black men. And most of them was gay black men, too. Most of them niggas was gay black men. Nah, I think it was because I had this certain. I had a t. I had a, a tie-dye T-shirt on. It looked kind of rainbowish. They probably thought I was one of them. <laughs> so they, ooh, you know what I'm saying? they, ooh, you know, you know what I'm saying? They, let me go. Mm-hmm. They was, it was real helpful. I ain't gonna lie. Even when I was like, all right, there's nothing else y'all can do for us because we had a tow truck on the way. They were still like, are you sure you don't need a ride somewhere? I'm like, yeah, I don't. This is my ride. I'm just, this is my ride somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good, brother. I really appreciate it though. That's who helped us though. Not one black woman. Hey, y'all, all right? Let me call my brother. Y'all need some money? None of them. Y'all so bossed up, getting so much money Now, one of them help. So let's not do that. Let's not play that game because you don't want to play that game. Trust me. Because if black men was to, if black men and black women was to play that game right now, we would win. I promise you, we would. Because every day we gonna go out there and have a story. Y'all don't have a story every day. Say what you want to say, but when I when I'm out and about, I see more black men offering assistance to black women. I don't want to say more. I'm gonna just say all. When I see black people, genders based on genders, assisting each other, I see black men assisting black women. I've seen black men pull over. Hey, man, do you need help with them groceries? I've done that. I've never seen a black woman do that before, ever. I've never seen a black woman do anything like that, ever, ever in my life. I live in Atlanta. I live in a very black city. The judges are black. The D.A.'s are black. The lawyers are black. The teachers are black. The superintendents are black. The sheriff is black. Everybody black in Atlanta. I don't know about where some of y'all are from. Shout out to everybody that's listening to me in Detroit and Michigan. I got I got I know I got at least one listener out there. Shout out to people in New York, Cali. uh, I got some international people, but I know all y'all are familiar with Atlanta and Atlanta is one of the blackest cities in America. So there's a whole slew of black women I don't see doing shit half the time. Okay, and I'm not saying all of them, but I'm just saying, a lot, Dan show a lot of them will not step up and help a brother when they see a brother needing help. They think, that, they feel like brother, them brothers should be on their own. You should, you should want to help the nigga you want to lead and protect you. Because if you take this little bitty load off his back, he'll take a big load off your back. Yeah, because we don't ask you to, see, the, the duties that you ask of me can lead to my death. An early death at that. It could also lead to my incarceration time, unnecessary incarceration time at that. The things I ask of you would never. It would never kill you to smile at me. It would never kill you to, to help me with a situation. It would never, never kill you to offer me assistance. If I ask, if, if me and you at the martyr train station, I say, man, what time is it? It won't kill you to just answer, answer the fucking question. It don't kill you to cook and clean. It don't kill you to be nice. It don't kill you, but it can kill me to step in front of a bullet for you. It can kill me. It can drain me to have to provide for you. It can kill me trying to guide you and lead you, especially you, cause you're one of the wildest mother effers on this on this on this planet right now. Who's wilder than you? Who like seriously? Who's wilder than you? Who's who will go anywhere and shake their ass? Who will go anywhere and fist fight? Who will go anywhere? And, and, and talk crazy. Who will get in anybody y'all getting? I've seen black women get in niggas' faces that I would never get in his face. Call me with call me a million pussies, call me a million cowards. I don't give a damn. I've seen black women get into niggas faces it, niggas face is worse than the police getting to their face even the police is like "Yeah, let me not mess with this guy but a black man she with no gun no uh, badge to back her up no flashlight no pepper spray no taser no radio she can back up and call a million officers getting a nigga face and chump him off and push him in his head mush him and this is who we're supposed to at, at uh, what they say by any means at all costs unconditionally love protect provide for and lead is somebody who would punch me in my face at a heartbeat even the white man would think two three times the white woman would think six times the black man would think at least two times the black woman don't even think she just do it but if tomorrow a nigga seen after seeing how she reacted, to somebody, somebody say, Damn, I want to go help her, but I don't want her to slap me too. He'd be the bad guy for letting her ass get jumped on or robbed or mugged or raped or whatever happened to her. He'd be the bad guy. Why should he feel comfortable approaching somebody like that? Would you feel a comfortable approaching somebody like that? I want everybody who hasn't done it to go watch the movie called Crash, right? Long story short, there's a scene with Fandy Newton. Shout out to Fandy Newton. There's a scene where this white cop, I think he's Matt Dillon. I think his name is Matt Dillon. He like basically molested her during a traffic stop. Her husband was Terrence Howard. Fast forward, right the next day she's in a car accident. He happens to be the the first responding officer. Now she's in a bad car accident. Her car is flipped over on its head, so she's upside down. The other car is leaking gas and it's on fire. And the gas leak is coming down to her car, so meaning, She's about to die, okay, in a in a fiery, inferno death, all right, one of the worst deaths. Rest in peace to my friend, Matthew Bennett. That's how he died. Matthew Bennett um, was, a, was a good church member we grew up with. You could consider him like a cousin of mine's, and, and he he died like that. Him and his friend actually died together on their way home. Actually, they were just turning into their neighborhood. The car, I guess, crashed into something, caught on fire. They couldn't get out. They burned to death. They burned to death, man. This shit is serious, okay, okay. Next time well, my homeboy got shot. Yeah, my homeboy got burned to death, bro. Like this shit is this shit is haunting, okay? I still see his dad to this day. They they when she's seen him. He came, he runs up, he looks in the car. He tries to save her. They both look at each other and realize, oh shit, it's you, right? She looks at him and says, oh, this the nigga who was just, who just basically raped me the day before. And he's looking like, oh damn, this that black girl who was giving me all this hell the day before. She about to die, bro. And she's fighting this nigga off. No, nah, I don't want your help. I don't want your help. I don't want, eventually he's like, yo, ma'am, you see that? That's a fire. You see that? That's, that's gas and oil. If I don't save you, you will die. And that's when she finally was like, okay, cool, whatever, right? And she, And Long story short, she let the nigga save her, right? It's like that, bro. It's like that. It's to, the, But, you yeah, know, that's not the best metaphor because it flips it. But it's almost like that. It's like, why would I want to do something for you after what you did to me yesterday? You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that to people, bro. And now half the time, y'all talking about strangers. You ain't talking about your boyfriend. You ain't talking about your husband. You ain't talking about your brother or the nigga you grew up. You're talking about a random black man. Well, how do you treat random black men, black women that, that, that says you're not protected, that says you're not respected, and black men don't know how to lead or aren't leaders? How do you treat random black men? Seriously, what is your day-to-day interactions like with random black men? Now, some of y'all going to say, well, Tommy, I'm, I'm good. And I hear you. I hear you. But let me ask you this. While you're good, can you genuinely tell me that you don't see other black women not be good? And for all y'all who say, yeah, you right, when's the last time that you pulled one of them sis- sisters to the side and said, or in public and said, hey, you don't do that to, a, to our brothers? These are our leaders, these are, our, these are these are these these guys are already going through enough. We don't we don't need to be their their war, we need to be their peace. That way they can they can have more energy to help us. These niggas is drained. They, they, they couldn't help us if they wanted to Because they already have to help themselves And they can barely do that So why would we add more to their plate And we, we don't just add some macaroni We add beef You understand Why would we add more You know Because you would publicly tell me To not talk to a random black woman In a bad way If you saw it happening You would publicly t- chastise me If I yanked her ass up Or, or choked her or slapped her but you can see a black woman do anything to me and you'll just stand there. And then when we have this conversation, you'll tell me how good of a black woman you are. You ain't no good black woman. Yeah, you ain't, to me, you're not a good black woman until you can check other black. If you can't check other black women, I don't want to hear your story about what you do with black men. Cause you could be, it's, it's real easy to be nice to that kid, to that lame kid when y'all get off the bus and there's nobody around. But can you be nice to him in the cafeteria? Some of y'all can relate to what I'm talking about because either you've been that lame kid to somebody or you've been that cool kid to somebody. See me, one thing I I, my, I used to pride myself on in high school was I was considered one of the cool kids. And I made it my mission to always treat the non-cool kids like they were cool kids. I had, I had non-cool kids that I promise you, if you would ask them to this day, they remember me. And I probably remember them because I was the only cool kid who treated them like a human being. I didn't look at them and say, oh, he plays a Pokemon. He's lame. If he was fun to be around and he was nice to me, I didn't care what he liked to do for fun. And I didn't only dap them up when the halls were clear. I dapped them up right there in front of all my homeboys. They would walk up to me right in the middle of all my, ask anybody who went to high school and me, they'd tell you dis... yeah, he ain't lying. That one thing about him, he didn't never do that to nobody. If anybody ever tell you that went to high school, high school with me or even after high school, but you know, college is a little different, but in high school or middle school and tell you that I was one of those, I was one of them cool kids who didn't talk to kids who weren't cool kids. They're a fucking liar. They're a liar. And you need to find out why they're lying because they're trying to sabotage my name. I made it my mission to make those kids feel comfortable with me 24 seven. Meaning, I don't care if I'm in the middle of the circle of the coolest kids in the school, because all these niggas is lame to me, period. I'm the coolest nigga here. That's how I looked at it anyway. There's maybe four or five other cool kids. Everybody else is lame. All right, Because they were. They really were. They just thought they were cool. They were cool to to each other, but to me, based off what I'm from and where I'm from, they were lame to me. But in high school, I managed to make sure the nerdier kids i treat those kids sometimes better than i treated even the cool kids i'd walk the hallways with them i'd invite them to my parties if i ever threw any i'd give them advice i'd dap them up in front of everybody i'd make them our little corny little. this one kid right this one white boy I forgot what his name is but every time we would see each other because we just thought it was so funny I don't know if y'all remember this song I think it was by Jason Derulo he had a song when like I think it was Jason Derulo but it, it was one song that was out back in high school and went like ooh what you say it's this way and me and the white boy, every time we see each other, we would do that. We, we would walk past each other, I'd be like, ooh, what you say? He'd be like, ooh, what you say. And that'd be our little thing. We didn't do that in privacy. We did it shit in front of everybody. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you treat people, you know, in front of everybody? What do, you know, what what do you do to the to these black women who we emasculate us and trying to talk crazy to us? everybody I mean these same women do get behind a gay nigga while he twerking and yes and then see a real nigga working and say he a broke ass nigga while they hang out with a broke ass gay nigga everyday but they don't care cause he gay but the nigga who you want to protect you guide you and lead you, you all you do is make fun of him all you do is pick him apart break him down here let me use y'all word um, y'all like to use all you do is bash him berate him degrade him this is this is the main consistency of what you do i'm not saying it's the only thing you guys are very nice at protest <laughs> y'all don't hear me though you guys are very nice um when we having little meetings in the city about black lives matter and shit like that y'all are real nice dan but on a day-to-day basis no can let's go back to the original question can black women be led Black women have to get out of their own way. Black women have to stop this. I'm a boss. I'm a bad bitch. I'm independent. I don't need no nigga. These niggas ain't shit mentality. You cannot scream all that seven days. I mean, excuse me, five days out of the week. And then the last two say, we want our men to be leaders. If you want your men to be leaders, you also want your men to be masculine. Yeah, that's going to be the best leader you can get is a masculine man. A man that's in his masculinity. So why do you not masculinity, but promote but promote homosexuality and femininity within your men. Y'all yeah, don't hear me, though. Why do you knock... If, if masculinity is a thing, why do you knock it? Why 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 are you always on the front line with your white feminist counterparts and, and, and fucking uh, co-defendants? Yeah, because that's who y'all get it from. In case you didn't know. That's who been doing this. They been doing that shit today, man. Yeah. Yeah yeah they've been doing that shit today man yeah so so what you know what I'm saying like what do you what did you think was gonna happen you cannot you cannot scream all that Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday be like well, we need some leaders and shit like i'll be fe- I'll be feminine when they masculine oh uh, we need protection we don't get none of this stuff how how how, how where does that make sense to you? What do you mean you don't get any of these things, ma'am? You can't be on that front line like that and then try to backtrack like that. That's not a good look on your part. See, this is how you know the world has allowed you to become as delusional as you become. Because to anybody with logic, they'd look at you and tell you. that They'd have been told it all. Everything I've said in these last 33 minutes should be a broken record. There should be a million other podcasters and YouTubers male or female with this same message. This should be an old message by now. For anybody hearing everything I'm saying and saying, "Wow, this is kind of new. I've never really thought about it this way." That's proof that we are way further behind than we than I could even imagine. This is basic shit. This is not I don't feel any more wise than anybody else for saying this stuff. I don't feel like people should quote this and put me on a poster or anything this is basic stuff this is basic common this is this is beyond black women this is beyond black women this is I would tell these things to any group of people or individual who tells me that there's somebody around them that they want these things from but I see these behaviors from that person that's telling me these things. I would tell them the same stuff. You want him to be a leader? Let him lead. For him to be a leader, you can't also be a leader. For him to be a leader, he is to be assumed the role of authority, superiority. He can't be a leader and be beta to you. He cannot be a leader and be under you. He cannot be a leader and be equal to you. The team and the coach are not equal to each other. Y'all don't hear me, though. The team and the coach are not equal to each other. First of all, realistically, at a high school, if you have a bunch of kids on the football team and all the coaches quit, they don't let them kids go out and play this Friday. They don't get to play without a coach. The difference is this. If they hire a coach in June before school starts and they haven't even got anybody to enroll in football yet, that coach is still on the staff. They will find something for him to do in the meantime until they can find kids who want to play play ball. But he will be getting paid, and he will be doing something. He'll make, they'll put, you know that they do with the coaches like that? They, they let him teach health class or uh, do some type of program where they try to ask him to go teach a different sport in the meantime. So really, the team needs the coach more than the coach needs the team, believe it or not. He's going to be a coach with or without a team. The team. The team does not exist without a coach. Mhm. So basically, you know, can black women be led? I mean, we're talking about a group of people who have shown us in the more recent decade, in the last decade, that they are unruly. They cannot be corrected. They cannot be chastised and they won't be corrected and chastised. That they have an excuse. They have a justification every little thing that they do this is a group of people that we as black men have allowed to become very delusional and unruly and i'm gonna tell you very lost and i'm gonna tell you and i've talked about this before and i've gotten positive and very negative feedback for saying this but i'm gonna tell you the truth and i got this from black men because i'm I'm coming at black men now i'm coming at y'all really quick y'all do know that the reason why y'all allowed all of us allowed this to get this way is because y'all was horny and some people hear me say that at first, they'd be like, what the fuck? Now nah, it's deeper. No, it's, that's the basis of it. Y'all niggas was horny. You got to understand that at one point in America, while during my lifetime, I'm only 28 during my lifetime. At one point in America, black women were not as freaky and open sexually as they are now. If anything, they were more reserved. They were a part of the more reserved demographic of women demographics of women white women were the ones that were sucking when i was growing up black women didn't even suck dick like that for real only a few black girls here and there would suck your dick black girls didn't even suck dick hey i ain't mad at them i always say that after all that i i ain't mad at you i ain't mad at you i'm just telling the truth i'm just telling the truth you understand black women weren't always like that and 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 a lot of these things signify sex to people Thanks to porno- pornography. When we see these long the long blonde hair on we we ignored it even though it looked trashy. We ignored the the tattoo. We ignored we ignore the tongue rings. We ignored all these things that that not just they're not just closed, bro. They're not just outer appearances. They actually come with a mentality. They come with an energy. Um, usually demonic-based energy. When you uh, look into the culture behind these things, you know, these things We ignored them when they first started to really manifest because they signified that we were finally about to get our dicks sucked. We were finally about to be able to fuck these women in a consistent basis. They were starting to act like the hoes that we talked about. In the nwa records and the two live crew records and the tupac and the snoop dog records and the two short records okay but they started to act like these hoes regularly the players club went from being a movie to a reality That wasn't, it wasn't the club no more. It was the players, Atlanta, the players, New York, because the whole city looked like goddamn Ronnie from players club now. You know, like, that's just how bitches just, the way y'all dress and act now is the way only bitches and hoes used to dress back in the day. Now that's just the normal thing. That's why all y'all call yourself bitches. So what you have to understand is that with that being said, right, we're talking about, this is the group of people we're talking about. Can you lead people like this? Let's, let's look at it from the whole, let's look at the hoes. The hoes don't even want pimps no more. Yeah. In the midst of all this human trafficking, all these girls that fear men, they think men are monsters. You would think that if a girl was going to sell her body, she wouldn't want to do it alone. She would want somebody to be there to protect her. These girls these days, they hoeing without pimps. And if men were as bad as they say they were, all y'all bitches would be getting raped and and kidnapped. Y'all going out of town to go meet up with men you don't even know. By yourselves. How many of y'all have flew out to Dubai to go meet up with some nigga you ain't even know? And who who went on the trip with you? Who knew you was going? Who did you... Did you call your mom, mom, I'm going to Dubai? This the man's government name. This the hotel I'm going to be staying at. This the date I'm coming back. This no y'all just go what's crazy these bitches don't even know that the way some of y'all live y'all could start a war y'all could start a war yeah it can, I mean I, I don't know the odds of it but you guys could start a war the way some of y'all think about this when you go to Dubai get kidnapped boom it goes viral uh, I'm, I'm just gonna make up my name here Jessica Allen of, uh, of Atlanta Georgia 23 years old is being held hostage in Dubai. Eventually, protests go up. All kinds of shit go up. Hey man, let her go. What who's why is the Dubai police not doing anything? Then our government steps in says, Hey, y'all gotta go over there and get our, our one of our our, our our citizens, man. Y'all can't just hold her like that. They say, Well we what we, do we, we want us to do? Next thing you know, motherfuckers like, Look, bro, we'll send some soldiers over there. Well we'll send some soldiers over there. Now we at war with Dubai we are at war with the UAE. Which means we are at war with several people. All because you want to go sell some pussy without a pimp. And people will hear that and be like, ah, Tommy, shut up. And I, and I get that. I would laugh with you too. But you can't tell me that's not a realistic thing. Right now, Russia got Brittany uh, Grainer over there. The WNBA player for cartridges. She, she's facing 10 years in prison in Russia. One of the worst times uh, an American, especially a notable American, could be locked up in Russia is right now. It's not a good look. It's, oh, it's not. A, and they're lucky Trump ain't in office because Trump would have been like, y'all got to let that bitch go right now. Sorry, I didn't mean, mean, I mean to call her a bitch. My bad. You you got to let that girl go right now. Biden, he tripping. When I was the president. I'd tell Russia, y'all better let my people go right now. Down 10 years for no cartridges. Yeah, she got 10, they they trying to give her 10 years for some, what the hell she was even doing in Russia, I don't know, but <laughs> Russia, one of them type of places, I never ever had any dreams of like, I want to go to Russia one day, like for what, nigga, that shit look boring, dry, yeah, nigga, all of that shit, nigga, I want to say fuck Russia, but them niggas, them niggas got them nuclear, I don't want them to kill me, that would suck, they come to America and be like, we gonna kill everybody! Uh, no, we're not going to kill anybody. My bad. We ain't going to kill anybody. But you, Tommy V, I heard your little podcast, nigga. You said fuck Russia, right? You said we born, right? Like, damn it, man. I should have never said that shit. I don't get paid enough to just... <laughs> I'll be cussing Anchor FM. Hey, I, I need some more money, man. Because these niggas out here try to kill me. What I'm doing for y'all. But anyways, long story short, you have to be led, you leadable coachable whatever you know you have to be approachable you know you guys aren't approachable you guys are very stiff you know you have you have to be these things if you want these things you know and you have to understand that if you really you really want black men to step up that's cool i mean i'm not gonna argue with you if we have already stepped up or not but whatever you want black men to step up i'm gonna tell you right now based on the world y'all live in that has been made to let you think you're so perfect and you're never wrong and you should never be held accountable for anything that you do Black men being leaders, even at the nicest, in the nicest, most kindest form, is not going to be pretty for y'all. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. Because in its purest form, if black men were to take the leadership role seriously and really be adamant about it, a lot of the stuff that y'all have grown to become accustomed to, a lot of the things that you guys do, even just simple things like wearing weave, It's out. Life as you know it, it's out. As the leader, you no longer tell me when I can and can't see my kids. You don't have a lot of the control that you guys and power that you guys have gained in these last, just the last decade alone. It's out. You know that, right? A lot of the the say that you have, all this mouth, you know, even simple things, simple things, simple, simple things, it's out. A lot of these are high opinions that you have. It's out. Doesn't matter because I'm the leader. You understand this. You do understand this. I, I mean, and this can this this list that I'm listing could go way way deeper than I'm I'm, I'm pushing it. But and I would break them down. But I really want you because I'm, I'm I'm I don't want to go over an hour here. I really want you black woman and black man who is opposing what I'm saying to really think about all of the things that come with this good and bad. What, what are the pros and cons of black men actually being the leaders? What are the pros and cons? Well, how about we look at an example before we go? Because out of all the races of people in America, the only race that I would say in general, there's always going to be the exceptions. But when we have these conversations, it's all about overall majority general. Right. The the only race I would say that general in general, the only two races I can say that really are looking like they still have leadership in their community is the Spanish and the Middle Eastern. That's it. The white man is no longer the leader in his community and white women is over there telling them niggas we finna get abortions we we don't want male babies they doing the same shit black women is doing they just not doing it as harshly and not as publicly um not to mention they get called out for it when they do it um and they're not allowed to deflect as much when they are called out they're not allowed to say oh you're gay oh you hate yourself oh you're mama black they're not allowed to do that they're allowed they have to just sit there and deal with whatever white men are saying about them um, you know, here's the thing about it. When you look at them, what, so what, when you look at the average Mexican woman, she lives a very restricted life. Now she's okay with that because she understands her role, but she's not out here like y'all. So a lot of the things that, you know, we could break that down, but I'm not going to, a lot of the things that you guys are doing now under actual leadership, right now there is no leadership. You guys are uh, renegade you do whatever you want you're like renegade there's no gang there's no ogs there's no structure in the gang it's just y'all renegade right a lot of the things that you guys got going on are going to be all over the place you know saying it, it and 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 it doesn't it doesn't lead to anything good or productive for you in the long run so you know once again if you want to be led if you want to be protected Uh, that's cool. But, you know, just remember everything that comes with it, you know, because I I do feel like women in general, but we're talking mainly to black women here, obviously, that y'all tend to bite off more than you can chew. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the basic, basic example I can give you is when women say things like, just tell me the truth. I'd rather somebody tell me the truth than lie to me. And then you do and then they want to kill themselves. It's like, you bit off more than you could chew. Man, I didn't lie to you because I I liked lying. I lied to you to save you from yourself. You cannot handle the truth. Women want the truth so bad, and when they get it, it destroys them. It doesn't help them. Like It doesn't. Like It destroys them. The truth destroys women. The The truth builds men and destroys women. When men overall hear the truth, they have no choice but to kind of Tighten up. Women are only are the only group that are allowed to hear the truth and start acting like a child about it. Like when men hear the truth and act like a child, everybody looks at him like, the fuck wrong with him? Like, nigga, this nigga trying to help you, bro. Relax. When women do it, it's like, okay, we let it happen because that's what y'all do. So with that being said, not all y'all, but you know what I mean when I say y'all, let's not play technical games here. Okay. If this is what we want, let's get out of each other's way. Okay, once again, I'll, I'll leave it at this. A leader is also an authoritative figure. They have authority. They have authority. Their 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 job leans more on no's than it does yeses. Does that make any sense? I know it doesn't, so let me break it down for those who didn't get that. When I say their job leans more on no's than it does yeses, what I'm saying is that their job is more so there to correct than it is to congratulate see y'all want black men to congratulate you all fucking day but never correct you though but that's what a leader is going to do before I put it this way let me show you once let's go back to football right because it's a great example football is a, football. I, I'm not even a big sports guy but I've always loved the structure of football I've always respected the, the structure of the gridiron you know so when it comes down to it right think about it this way the average coach, even the best coaches in the world, if a play just happened, and I'm just going to give you two examples, right? Todd did really good. Todd did what he was supposed to do. But James, it's like, you know, you keep telling James, man, when they say, hut, you got to come up in this one angle if you want to get that guy off the line. He just can't. It's just like he's not doing it, right? Do you think that if the coach only has 30 seconds to talk to one of his players, which one do you think he's going to talk to? Um, The one who does everything he's supposed to do the right way, or the one who needs help? Who would you talk to? Matter of fact, let, 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 me, ask you, let me ask you that question. And I know we, it's not an interactive podcast, but that's the beautiful thing about it. You have no choice but to be real with yourself because I'm not there to correct you. So, we're going to listen to this podcast or podcast like it is good because there is no comment section. You have no choice but to be honest with yourself or lie to yourself and not get the results um, that you, you could get if you was real, right? If you can learn anything from men, learn how to take the truth and use it to better you, not to destroy you. Um, anyways, in that moment, who do you take the time to talk to? Jimmy's already or whatever his name, whatever name I gave him, we'll just say A. A is already done what he's supposed to do. Why would you take the time to talk to him when you, this guy needs your help? You see what I'm saying? So that's that. even as a parent, right? If you have two kids and one kid just spilled juice and the other one's just sitting there drinking, which one are you? talking to. You're talking to one that keeps spilling his juice. Because for one, this is a mess that you have to clean up. Y'all don't hear me, though. See, when black women are out here lost like that, it's not just them that's affected. Our kids are affected, and we're affected by it. So, as a matter of fact, that was a perfect analogy. You got two kids and one of them drinking the juice of fine, the other one keeps spilling that motherfucker. But guess who has to clean it up? Me, the parent. You see what I'm saying? And even if I don't clean it up, I tell him he has to clean it up, my, my son that sp- keeps spilling it, I step to stand there and watch him. I have to guide him on how to clean it up. Right? I have to. I have no choice. Now, that kid might not listen to me. And I can whoop him. Beat him, ground them, he still might listen, not listen to me. And that's what black women basically are. They're the child that the whooping, the grounding, none of it's working. You know what parents do with children like that? They send them away. Yeah, they send them away. If you cannot beat 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 the behavior out of the child, which is the most extreme thing, you can't ground the behavior out of the child. You can't reward the behavior out of the child. You can't punish the behavior out of the child. Therapy's not doing it. Counselor's not doing it. You send him away. Or you let him run amok until he he runs out of fuel. Which could be juvenile. That could be jail. It could be death. Because after a while, it's going to drain you too much to keep keeping up with a kid that you can't even beat it out of most kids growing up you could at least beat it out of them if you couldn't pray it out of them you couldn't bible it out of them you couldn't ground it out of them you couldn't punish it out of them you couldn't even flip it and reward it out of them right which usually believe it or not supposed to work if none of the bad shit works rewarding them if that don't even work you have a demon child on your hands ma'am what about the other three children who need your attention and deserve your attention eventually you're not going to be able to lead that child that doesn't mean you're a bad parent. That doesn't mean that child should ever grow up and say, my parents were good parents. They left me. No. Yeah, we left you after we beat you 20 times. And you still kept spilling juice. We grounded you 20 times. What were we supposed to do? After the 20th time, now now, now, A is spilling juice. Now I got two kids spilling juice. Why? Because I've been over here only focused on B. But B, B is not coachable. As much as I love B, I have to let B go or else B is going to drain this whole house. And all of us are going to be focused on a fucking child that can't keep the goddamn juice in a cup. When we could be focused on this child who plays football and this girl who's really good with um, uh, painting. And and my husband, excuse me, well from the wife, I was speaking to my mother. My wife or my husband who needs my help as well, right? But now we have to focus on this one child. All of us have to stop what we're doing and focus because we, we're not going to give up on them. And, 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 and But this child is a nerve to go to school and tell his teachers every day that he has bad parents. He do good, we give him a reward, he still go do bad. He do bad, we punish him. He keep doing bad. We whoop him, he keep doing bad. We let his grandma talk to him. he keep doing bad. We treat the other kid better than him to show him, like, this is this is, this is what you're going to get. Nothing. We treat him good like the other kid. We treat him better than the other kid. Nothing. Guess what, motherfucker? You on your own. I love you, but nigga, I can't do nothing for you. Maybe one day you'll grow up and just snap out of this phase that you're in. But anybody who's anybody, we have all have come across those kids that are just bad, they're just bad It ain't. A, it's not about the parents it ain't about nothing they're just bad kids they're just b- bad kids my mom teaches kids and she tells me so many stories of kids that are just fucking bad and I asked her one time I said you don't think it's ever the parents she said I've met some of these parents some of these parents yes it's definitely them but some of these parents no they're good parents It's these kids. They're just bad kids. My mom works with kids and she tells me stories all the time of some just bad kids. And that's what a lot of black women are like. They're like the bad kid that we can't do anything to get them back straight because we love them. We want them back straight because when they're bad, it doesn't just affect them. It affects everybody. So we need them back straight. But nothing that we do good or bad, everything in the book, the manual, the booklet that teaches you how to deal with bad kids. None of these things are working. And, the, the, and the, 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 to add insult to injury, to twist a knife that's already been stabbed into our backs. This kid has the nerve to go to school and tell the teachers that we don't do anything for them. They go, out, they go down the street and tell all parents that we don't do anything. For, how would you feel as a parent? And mind you, that's not even the best analogy because the difference between the parent and a parent chi- uh, and a child versus black women and black men is the parent legally has to deal with that child. You can't just neglect the child man. then you're really in trouble. We don't have to deal with you. We want to. So... Still not the best analogy, but nonetheless, do you, what would you, how would you feel as a parent, even? Even as a parent, at that point, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna pay the bills and make sure that kid eats three meals a day. Because I'm not gonna let this one child drain his whole family. When we go out, he'll just stay at home. I'm not even gonna send him to a babysitter because he's gonna destroy the babysitter. Y'all don't hear me though. Y'all don't, y'all not catching, y'all not catching the little metaphors. Like, I'm not even gonna send him to a babysitter because he gonna destroy the, the damn babysitter. So he, his ass, we're gonna lock him in the room with a little bit of food, and we're gonna go to the movies with the rest of the family. Who knows how to fucking act? Next week, we'll take him to the movies and leave everybody else at home. And he's still gonna go home and spill juice on purpose. He can't be led. He can't be parented. He can't be, you see what I'm saying? He can't be. He can't. God had people like that. God himself had people that he just looked at and said, you know what, these people just know. He had to do that with the Israelites several times. He said, these these people, these people, yo, God got so frustrated with the Israelites, man, he made them walk around the jungle for 40 years. He delivered them out of Egypt, out of the hands of their oppressors. And these fools were so annoying. These fools were so Unleadable. that instead of leading them to paradise, he let them do what they wanted to do and roam the wilderness for 40 years. People died. They didn't even make it. Moses didn't even make it. Gotta be leadable. So it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I hope this episode was very productive and helpful for some of those people. Um... That that keeps saying these things, you know. I hope that you you see, like, oh, you know, you know, we can always debate more and more of it, but I hope that at the bare minimum you see that majority of the reason why you're not getting these things is because you're in the way. You hate the word submit, but you want a leader. Those those things are best friends. You ever heard the saying, sleep be the cousin of death? Well, submission is the cousin of leadership always remember that we can rebel against the police anytime we want to we choose to allow them to be the cops to allow them to handle situations there's more of us than them right so always remember that okay that's your power ladies is uh, is stepping out of the way and relieving yourself of duties that are not for you and resting in your femininity it's your boy Tommy V of raw sex and I'm out